0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen.
1: I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Also, those that are watching, either on television or social media, welcome. In the studio today, I have Brett Rogers, running for Snohomish County Prosecutor. Uh, Brett, welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you very much. You know, I met you at a, a dinner for those that were running, and I was impressed. I was impressed by who you were. I was impressed by what I felt was your, your heart, your integrity, your concerns, and I was impressed, most of all, uh, for your spiritual walk with the Lord. So I wanted you on this program. We're trying to help the people that would best represent uh, our values and beliefs from the Bible, which originally uh, the courts, that's where they came from, the Bible in America, and which made us the greatest nation on earth. So let me ask you something, Brett. Uh, uh, what, once again, I, I know I said Snohomish County prosecutor, but elaborate on
2: that. Uh, what are, where are you running from? Thank you. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. This is very humbling. I'm very happy to be here. So um, I'm running for the Snohomish County Prosecuting Attorney. It's a countywide race. So if you live in Snohomish County, um, I'm going to be on your ballot in November. Well, I do. Good. <laughs> Why are you running? So um, I grew up in Wisconsin, moved out to Washington in 1996. I've lived in Snowish County since 2005. Um, I've watched Seattle deteriorate. Uh, it was once a beautiful city. I, was a, I worked, moved out here to work for Seattle PD. I was a police officer and wow. then a sergeant and then later lieutenant. Um, Seattle has gone downhill. The the city has deteriorated. It's unlivable. That's why I moved up here in 2005. Crime was already getting that bad. Um, And unfortunately, too much of Seattle has come up to Sonomish County. Now, I've got three adult kids and six grandchildren, and I do not want them to grow up in the environment that we have right now. Um, Things do not need to be the way they are, uh, and we can fix it if we get the right people and the right policies. You know, that's
1: very interesting that you used to be a Seattle police officer. Uh, it's amazing how many people are running for office that were in law enforcement, some area of law enforcement. And I just had one on yesterday, uh, a sheriff with uh, uh, Snohomish County, and uh, he's on the sheriff's department. So uh, a Bernard Moody, a sergeant with them. And I'll tell you what, good guy. But, uh, and they all have the same concerns. They see that we are losing Washington state. They see we're losing America. That uh, there seems to be a orchestrated plan to not only defund law enforcement, allow crime to prevail, including he brought it out, how in Olympia they seem to be orchestrating uh, their, their laws that will handcuff the police from doing their
2: job. And Washington state is getting more and more dangerous uh brett what did he say about that yeah you're absolutely right um what the things that are happening nationally are occurring locally even if they don't call it that uh you may know that um in illinois there's a new law that will be taking effect at the beginning of the year where uh they've es- essentially eliminated bail for a number of serious offenses kidnapping for example somebody could kidnap your child they get caught they will be released from jail without bail there are similar um, policies and laws in effect in San Francisco, Baltimore, places like that. People would like to think that that's not happening here, and I think they're mistaken. We don't have an official law or policy, but if you take a look at what's going on right now in the Sonoma County Prosecutor's Office, they've allowed a massive backlog of felony cases to occur. I believe it's in excess of 4,000. Wow. Um, They also uh, quite frequently do not object to the release of suspects um, on their personal recognizance. So essentially a, a zero bail policy, even if they don't call it that. So if I wanted to enact a policy that is going on in other parts of the country, but not call it that, I might do exactly what's occurring here. Uh, allow a backlog of cases so large to to accumulate that you can't possibly work your way through it. So people are going to uh, those cases are going to run up against the statute of limitations. So people will go without punishment. Um, they're releasing offenders, sometimes violent offenders, back out on the street on um, their personal recognizance to uh, continue to offend, and they are.
1: Well, it was so interesting to me that you used to be a a uh, Seattle. Police officers, in fact, he rose up to lieutenant. And uh, we all watched before the presidential election, even what happened in Seattle. They called it a time of love, uh, whatever the mayor called it, where she allowed uh, people like Black Lives Matter. And, and, and you know, I'm married to an African-American and we all know and I, and I work with a lot of them. In fact, uh, Bernard Moody is is a, a mulatto, if you want to say that, uh, part African and uh, he understands so clearly, as well as everybody I work with, there's nothing about black concern. Uh, uh, like he said, he's a Christian. It doesn't matter white lives, uh, what other Asian lives are all just as important. But Black Lives Matter was a Marxist organization. And, and they when you, when you went ahead and donated, it was for the Democratic Party. And some of their people now have been under investigation for stealing the wealth. I'm talking about the... Leaders of the Black Lives Matter. And so they promoted nothing but violence. And uh, it's so funny that they were concerned about uh, January the 6th, but they weren't concerned about, they allowed violence for two years to go on in America, cities burning, people being hurt, raped, and killed. And they said, it's peaceful protest. Peaceful? Do you have eyes to see? It's totally violent. And they're trying to intimidate the public. And so, I mean, uh, Seattle turned into this, this, if you want to say, sad condition uh, because we had socialists and communists on the city council and, and, and the mayor and others that were allowing it to happen. This should have never happened. So this is why you
2: moved out of there, is it, Brett? Correct, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And if I could just, um, I guess, you, what you brought up, is going to allow me to steer to, a, I think, a very important point in my race. Um, my opponent has on several occasions uh, said that he's going to use his prosecutorial discretion to best serve our diverse communities. Now, that's not the way our, our country is set up. That's uh, right. lady, lady Justice wears a blindfold for a reason. Um, we have equal, We're guaranteed equal protection under the law. To me, that means everybody should be held to the same standard of conduct, regardless of what you look like, where you're from, what your native tongue is, and the flip side of that coin is everybody should have uh, the same access to justice if you're a crime victim. Again, doesn't matter what you look like, where you're from, your education level, we should all be treated equally. Good, and that brings me up now uh, to this question, what issues will you focus on? So my main issues are public safety, uh, transparency, and accountability. Crime is off the charts right now. Uh, When I first entered this race in January, there were still people kind of hemming and hawing and saying, well, crime isn't really that bad. The data doesn't bear it out. Well, you don't need to see data. All you need to do is see your catalytic converter being stolen from your driveway or open up the newspaper, turn on the TV. Crime really is that bad, and it's getting worse. Um, Transparency. Uh, Right now, the uh, prosecuting attorney's office is not very transparent about the work that it does. Um, the public has no idea how many cases they're taking in, how these cases are being disposed of. Uh, in fact, I don't believe that they would have disclosed the uh, the significant backlog that has occurred if it if previous reporting hadn't been done about the backlog in King County. Um, and that encouraged local um, reporters to uh, to inquire into the snowish county. And then finally is accountability. I believe that accountability is for everyone, um, elected officials, um, Members of the public, accountability is for everybody. Every, when I was with the Seattle PD, I conducted internal investigations for four years. Um, I investigated fellow police officers because accountability is for everyone. If somebody steps out of line, they need to be held accountable. Now, sometimes that's just retraining. Sometimes they, you know, they need to be fired. Um, but that is the, what I'm going to bring uh, to this to this position: is this notion that accountability is for everybody. Again, going to be treated the same, treated fairly, treated equally. But and at the end they will be held accountable. Excellent. Why is your race important? I don't think people uh, realize just how important this race is to their day-to-day lives. It, it, my race is pretty far down the ballot, so please don't get fatigue as you're ch- as you're filling in the boxes. Um it is up to the prosecuting attorney's office to set the policy and decide how how tough we're going to be on crime, how vigorously we're going to enforce the law. It doesn't matter how hard law enforcement works and how many arrests they make if the prosecutor doesn't then follow through and file charges and attempt to get convictions on on, on good cases. Um, so it is, it is vitally important. Um, uh, the prosecutor's office... The prosecutors are the one that argue for bail when suspects go before judges. If they don't do a good enough job painting a picture to allow a judge to set a reasonable bail, oftentimes they're going to be released on on a, on a pittance and or no bail at all. And then, of course, there's sentencing. It's up to the prosecutor to argue before the judge why, why a at that point, convicted person deserve, uh, should receive a sentence that they deserve. If the prosecutor does not take the time to do that, um, the, the, the suspect, the, the, the convicted person, will be sentenced to the low end of the spectrum. And Olympia has already watered down our criminal laws enough as it is. Um, it's getting to the point that people are just getting slaps on the wrist it, it, they, they don't they don't feel that sting. They don't learn the lesson. So they get out and they continue their criminal ways. I've never
1: seen Washington state
2: or, frankly, all of the states in America as as
1: um, concerned as right now. So many people are concerned. Uh, they have good reason. As you said, there is violence, lawlessness seemingly everywhere. And they they leave one area to go to uh, another area. Unless that area is run by good leadership, all of a sudden, that area becomes dangerous. You left Seattle, and now you're concerned what's happening in Snohomish County. So, I mean, people are concerned what's going on, and rightfully so. I mean, if we want uh, a state in which we can be safe, and I know a lot of people are moving out. We have got to elect righteous people, good people that understand the importance of law. I know running for office is
2: hard work. It's hard on you. It's hard on your family. What keeps you motivated? What keeps me motiv- motivated again is my grandchildren. Um, I recognize just how bad things have gotten and just how much worse things could get. And again, this is not the world that I want to leave to my grandchildren and their grandchildren as well. Um, we've got a very, very narrow window to uh, right the ship. We are we're trending in the wrong direction and we're and we're going in the wrong direction fast. So, what keeps me motivated is that um, I believe that the Lord has called me to this to take on this role. Um, this uh, politics is isn't something that I'm naturally comfortable with, but I saw a need. Um, no Republican has even run in this position for this position in the last 20 years. So wow. we have seated, the Republican Party has ceded this seat to the Democrat Party. And it didn't appear that uh, anybody was going to run this year. And I was right. If I had not gotten in the race, and this isn't to pat myself on the back, if I hadn't entered the race, my Democrat opponent would have been elected because he would have been the only person on the ballot. That is a travesty. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to stand
1: behind people, good people, that will take up, if we want to say, the cross and fight this battle because it is an ugly field as far as politics. There's so much ugly gossip and slander, lies that go on. I know it's hard on families. I I work with a lot of good politicians. It's hard on their families. And uh, just like it is for a, a true minister of the gospel, I mean, they get attacked. But uh, should people who don't live in your district that you're running in care about this
2: race? Absolutely. Um, crime is a regional issue. Uh, you know, criminal offenses don't stop at the city limits anymore or the county line. Um, uh, newly, Fairly newly elected uh, Seattle City Attorney Ann Davison a while back came up with a, a list of frequent utilizers. And uh, I got a copy of that list. And I looked into it, and of the 118 people that, that uh, City Attorney Davison identified, 14% of those have had criminal cases in Sonomish County. So there, it, it, crime is a regional issue. And of those, I think that number is probably much higher, because those are people who have only had cases. We don't know how many uh, on, on that list were arrested but not charged, or maybe committed a crime and didn't get caught. So I think that number is, is considerably higher. So uh, like I said, crime is a regional issue. We need to get good people in prosecutor roles all throughout the region because we can have a compounding effect, uh, right? There, there's a relatively small number of people that commit the vast majority of crimes. If we can focus on them, we can we can knock down the crime rate, I, I think, fairly quickly.
1: Well, I, I think you're right. Uh, can Republicans, again, win in Washington state?
2: I think so. Um, this crime, crime cuts across uh, – all boundaries. It uh, doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, you can be a victim of crime. doesn't matter the color of your skin. It um, doesn't matter where you're from. Crime is affecting everyone. And as I said, it's, it's getting worse. So uh, it shouldn't be a political issue. I've had a number of people uh, while I'm on the campaign trail um, come up to me and tell me that they were either uh, relatively recently Democrats, but now they're not anymore. Maybe they don't identify as Republican, but they are no longer Democrats. I've had people come up to me and tell me that they were voting for some Danic Democrat candidates, but they were voting for me because they recognized that crime is such an important issue. They believe that I was the right person for the job, and and they recognized that um, something needed to be done, that... Uh, this, the status quo isn't isn't working for anyone. Well you're you're right and um, I've also not only heard and
1: talked to but read where leading Democrats are leaving their party because they say this is not the Democratic Party anymore. They, they've said this is communism this is promoting nothing but violence and and they're tearing America apart tearing people apart. Uh, you've heard about
2: this, haven't you? I've read about it. Leading Democrat leaders are leaving the party, Britt. Yeah, I believe Tulsi Gabbard came out. She the, just did. Yeah, the uh, last day or two. Um, yeah, leading Democrats are 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 leaving, or they're being left. The Democrat Party has shifted so far left; they're leaving. They're leaving solid people behind. Um, you know, I I'm old enough to remember Blue Dog Democrats, people that were reasonable that were in the Democrat Party. Um, the today's Democrat Party is it, it's it's unrecognizable. It's back to the days of say JFK. Oh JFK,
1: JFK would not be a Democrat today. No, you know uh, he he was for America, and in, in fact he was so much for America and trying to expose people that were destroying America, and not only that, but but over America to take away our freedoms. That he was assassinated. In fact, he was trying to get us out of the Federal Reserve. He understood uh, what is really an enemy of America,
2: and he loved America, and he was killed for it. Brett. Yeah, you know, it, it, loving America and putting your country first didn't used to be controversial, and so it's very unfortunate that it is now. Yeah, I, I you
1: know, I was actually an independent Republican back then, but uh, uh, he, I, I, it didn't bother me too much because. He was pretty pro-America, ask not what you can do for your, uh, what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. And then to put his life on the line to try to keep America free from outside influence and from the world elite. I mean, that doesn't happen too much. Uh, I know some people are trying it today and we got to pray for their protection and, uh, I think that those running today, all of them that I've interviewed, good men, and um, I believe that they will, they will, and are putting their life on the line because I'll tell you what, uh, the enemies of this nation, they hate uh, righteous leaders, they hate, if I want to say, uh, true Christians, and uh, they're trying to remove God and the morality of God out of America, Brett. They're trying to topple the republic.
2: Your opinion? Yeah, uh, I I can't argue with that. Everywhere you look, uh, our institutions are being destroyed. Um, we, you know, people second are second guessing elections now, um, sometimes with good good reason. Um, our court system is is in shambles. We have uh, justices. Uh, that used to uh, keep their personal beliefs close to the vest are now opining on matters that aren't before them. Um, Maybe all the facts aren't before them. Um, So it it really is a coordinated attack on our American institutions. And unless we get the right people and the right policies in, and even then it's going to be an uphill battle, but uh, we're, we're perilously perilously close, I think to losing it all. Well, you're exactly right. Again, uh, what parts
1: of the state make up your area again?
2: Once again, i running for Snomish County Prosecuting Attorney. It's a countywide office. So if, you, if, are, if you're a registered voter in Snomish County, I will be on your ballot. If you are not a registered voter and you're legally able to do so, please, please register. Um, we've got far too many people that sit on the sidelines, far too many Christians either do not, uh, are not registered or do not vote for whatever reason. Um, this nobody is coming to save us we have to do this ourselves well you're right and so uh, the most important issues that you're going to address are what again most important issues all deal with public safety um, we need to focus on the most uh, uh, the most violent offenders again the most prolific offenders I mentioned if we take a regional approach to our most prolific offenders we can uh, we can we can knock down a significant amount of of lawlessness um fentanyl uh, our wide open southern border southern border um is allowing fentanyl to just pour into the area um we need to have a much more firm response to that it, we're not talking about uh you know a, a recreational drug anymore this is a weapon this is this has been weaponized against our people and by failing to act, our, our government is complicit in this, so we really do need to take a, a much tougher stance against fentanyl. Just as a real quick example, um, about two weeks ago, a, a, a significant significant level drug dealer was caught in Snomish County with over half a million dollars in cash on them, and the bail was set at some ridiculous amount. I don't want to misspeak, but it, it may have only been $10,000. So I ask you, if a drug dealer gets caught with a half a million dollars in cash, how difficult is it? That going to be for them to raise 10 grand to get out of jail. And that's what happened.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what, um, as I was interviewing another uh, a sergeant for uh, Snohomish County yesterday, and um, he was telling about a case where the laws have been so uh, uh, changed in Olympia to give these people free hand that, uh, and stop their ability to arrest them, that even in hot pursuit, he was
2: dying, dialing 911 and saying, hey, they're not supposed to do this. Yeah, I've heard about that as, as well. And, you know, there, I think there's uh, as bad as the, the actions that Olympia took were. I, I think there are still things that we can do. I think that some of our local law enforcement may be, may be getting bad legal advice. I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen on TV or read reports of, of instances where um, officers come ac- come upon a person slumped over the wheel. Uh, they wake up and they take off maybe ramming police police vehicle along the way and they escape and the police think there's nothing they can do. Well, as in most situations, when in most laws, there are exceptions and there is an exception in the non-pursuit law to um, a reasonable suspicion of, of driving under the influence. So I would like to think that if, if you're properly trained as an officer, if you come up upon somebody slumped over the wheel and not given that type of situation and they suddenly wake up, uh, there's a, there's, I think there's reasonable that they could be under the influence, especially get, the level of drug use we have out there. So I think officers could be doing more if they had more public support and better legal guidance. So
1: you would, you would do your best to educate uh, uh, the officers to make sure they understood what, what they can do and they don't uh, uh, stop what they should be doing. And and they'll know that you are behind them. You are backing them, and you will you will prosecute who they arrest.
2: Absolutely, yes. Um, how can people help you in this race? Um, as I said, please register, please vote. Your vote is vital. Um, please don't sit on the sidelines. This is, this is probably the most consequential election of our lifetimes. I know people say that a lot this year. It happens to be true. I believe it. Um, I could really use some financial assistance. I know, uh, times are tough. I hate asking for money. Inflation is, is biting a lot of people. They can go to votebrettrogers.com. There's a donate button. Every little bit helps, uh, 25 bucks here or there, uh, we'll, we'll go a long way helping to spread the message. So that would be, what, brett at votebrettrogers.com. That's my email. If you just go to the votebrettrogers.com website, there's a donate button they can click on. And they could send you something
1: uh, at brett at votebrettrogers.com.
2: Yeah, please. And uh, anybody has any questions, shoot me an email. Uh, I'm as responsive as I can be. I'd love to hear from people, hear what their concerns are, and I, I answer people personally. Again, we've had
1: Brett Rogers running for Snohomish County prosecutor uh you've been listening to the warning radio program this is dr jonathan hansen and uh let me tell you we need justice we need again uh people in office that will take their god-given job seriously and actually uh give us an opportunity to, to live in freedom to live in peace not with so much fear i mean people are afraid brett yes they're afraid in america They've, they have reason to. Yeah, and they're leaving different areas because they're afraid. Yep. And, and again, you left Seattle, and uh, you're in Snohomish County, and, and you're seeing, again, people move up here, and uh, the concern is there again. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can. Brett Rogers, Snohomish County prosecutor. I'll tell you what, I'd love to see him in office. May God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.